From the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes, you're listening to the Snakes Cast, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. Welcome back to the Snakes Cast, folks. I'm Jonathan Moriarty. Joining me this week are Mandy Gelsman. Hello. And Kristen Travis. Hello. So the dreaded question of the game guru is, do you have anything that's fun and will... We've gone over this before, but another question that we get, which is almost as difficult, is do you have anything that's funny? We want to play a game that's funny. And usually when people ask that, I tell them, well, actually, there are no funny games. There are only funny players. If you've ever laughed when you were playing a game, it wasn't because the game was funny. It's because you and your friends were funny. Games that um, put jokes in them, almost always pretty much painfully unfunny. It's what you and your friends do while you're playing that makes the game funny. And for some reason, people often look really disappointed when I break this to them. It's how I see things, though. Do, do you guys agree? Are there funny games? Uh, there's games that set up situations better than others, but there's not really funny games. Like you said, jokes tend to fall flat. Mm. It seems to be jokes that uh, a particular group would find funny because it's all inside jokes towards them. Right. But no games that offer up the funny hands down. Although a lot of customers would argue that Cards Against Humanity does that for them. I guess in some ways it does. I mean, what you've got is randomly offensive things on the cards, which you can sort of combine in random ways. And that can create... It's, it's, it's shock humor, though, right? Yeah. It's, it's not the, the same as pure funny. Exactly. It's the... It's, it's the I mean, laughter is a fear response. We know this psychologically. That's, that's where that comes from. It's the same part of your yeah. brain. I've played enough car, uh, Cards Against Humanity where I put a card in, I think it's hilarious, and then the person reading it just ignores it because they just think it's stupid. <laughs> so... So, yes, yeah, the, the game itself isn't funny. It's the people who are playing it are funny. So, and this, this, this is fairly obvious, right? I mean, it's, you don't have to think about that long to sort of get the sense of it. So, given that, why do so many people ask for a game that's funny? I mean, what, what are they really, they're not looking for a game that's funny because they know at the moment's thought that's, that there are no funny games, same as we do. So, what are they actually looking for when they're asking for a game that's funny? What are they really after? To recreate that night five years ago where they were just rolling on the floor trying so hard yeah. to breathe because someone just did something so stupid that they can't, uh, that they couldn't talk for 20 minutes. And maybe they were playing Monopoly when that happened. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, you were, can't predict those things. It's, it, just, it just sort of comes up naturally. I mean, humor is, it's not like it is in a sitcom, right? I mean, you can write a joke in a TV series or a movie or something. You can have this gag come out and it works. You try to do that in a game. And forget about it. It's, it's, the players aren't going to go with the script. They want to play. Yep. I mean, you take a game like Caverna, and outwardly, it does not seem like a funny game. Yeah, Caver Caverna, for you folks at home, is like the more complicated version of Agricola, where you've got this little family of dwarves who are chopping down trees and plowing fields and breeding animals and digging mines and getting rubies and stuff. It's a very productive uh, European-style game. It doesn't look like the sort of thing that you would think offhand was going to be a funny game. Yet, when I got the tile about the snuggle room that I filled with sheep, it was pretty hilarious. What are those dwarves doing with those sheep? Keeping warm, obviously. Obviously, yes. Mm -hmm. They're not living up to any sort of terrible stereotypical jokes about Scots at all. Because dwarves are always Scottish. We know this, right? Oh, yes. Sure. In all games. They always have Scottish accents. In World of Warcraft, you know. Every Scot I've ever met is a tall bugger, too. It's so weird. Then, why do they make them dwarves? I don't know. I think one of my funniest times playing a game was playing a strategy game. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one called Primordial Soup where you're playing as little amoebas, trying to upgrade them uh, and to be better amoebas. Except the whole game is about pooping and eating poop <laughs> of other colors. So we were just, they don't come out and say it. 
But we were just making poop jokes the entire time, rolling on the floor with this strategy game. So there, there are so many experiences that people have with games where they're just laughing, and the game itself didn't do it. That wasn't where it came from. So let's talk about some things in games that can create funny moments like that. So some things that can make people laugh in games. When a player gets picked on, either deliberately or inadvertently, that kind of becomes hilarious in a lot of ways. It, it, it's, it's, it's both sad and also funny. And I think it may actually be funnier when it's not on purpose. You guys ever played Citadels? Yep. Yeah. The one where somebody, some poor sod always gets assassinated when oh, somebody yeah. else is aiming for them. Sorry, I wasn't aiming at you. It's so much more funny when he does it's the I wasn't aiming for you thing. Like, I keep trying to take out Mandy. Mandy, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get... Oh, Jonathan, why sorry, do I keep Jonathan. killing you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dead again. Uh, so that, that's something that happens a lot in those sorts of games. I think that also bizarrely lucky dice rolls or lucky card draws can be pretty hilarious. Yep. It's more often at the, at the cafe, when we see a group of people just roaring or actually jumping up from their seats, more often than not, there are dice clattering across the table just before that moment. Can't stop. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. The press your luck game where it's like, okay, do you want to roll again or do you want to stop and save what you got so far? I can't stop. Gotta roll again. Okay, come on, one more time, one more time. Come on, dude. What are you, a chicken? Come on, one more time. Oh, yeah, trash talking is so integral to that game. It just would have so much potential to be hilarious. Without the peanut gallery, cash, can't stop doesn't work. With the peanut gallery, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Another one, psych-outs. You know, somebody's bluffing, and then somebody calls them on. Obviously, like, poker is the classic on this yep. one. Somebody makes a huge bet when they clearly have terrible cards. It's like, oh, man, are they actually... Oh. Uh, I was playing Battlestar Galactica with my husband once. <laughs> yeah, that you know that I always goes. know how this story is uh, going to go. And he had convinced us that he wasn't a Cylon when he really was, and he was playing completely dead. And he had to go make coffee, go make popcorn, keep going into the kitchen doing noisy things just so he could crack up. Because we were blaming someone else on the table who was so adamantly denying being a Cylon and he was getting away with it. Amazing. But yeah, any sort of game where you have to trick somebody. And BSG is a classic for that sort of thing. Being the Cylon in the middle of the group. Resistance. Yep. There's... I was the betrayer in uh, Dead of Winter last night and I Everyone lost at the end of the game. They were all sad, and I flipped over my card. I'm like, no, guys, I actually won. <laughs> Granted, I was the only one laughing at the time, but it was pretty funny to Still me. Still counts. Yeah. <laughs> Still counts. They'll laugh when they tell this story years down the line. Um, another one. You mentioned Dead of Winter. There are a lot of co-op games out there, and I think that the funniest possible ending for a cooperative game is catastrophic failure. Oh, yeah. When things go terribly terribly wrong that when that that massive outbreak goes in pandemic it's like oh we're so boned yeah or have you guys played space alert no. oh yeah when someone <laughs> accidentally goes left instead, instead of, of going right. right and then for the rest of the thing it's oh no the giant space octopus is totally gonna eat us this turn oh it's brutal all it takes is one thing to go wrong and then everything goes wrong Doing a huge, like, saving maneuver, except you're, like, in the bathroom <laughs> instead of the kitchen. Like, oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, failure is funny. A lot of people feel this pressure, especially in co-op games, that they've got to do well. They can't let down the side. When the fact is, these games are at their most entertaining and certainly at their funniest when everybody just blows it completely. 
And then there's weird thematic stuff that happens in games sometimes. Like, uh, Mandy, you talked about how in the game of life you like to buy the other player's children. Oh, I do. We don't tend to think of the game of life as being a funny game sort of intrinsically, but you get to that point where it's like, okay, how, uh, how much will you give me for this kid right over here? I got a girl for you, Mandy. How much? Oh, usually about fifty thousand dollars is what. Fifty thousand. That's pretty decent price. That's a joke. Wow. If ever I heard one, <laughs> but uh, and then the thing is, it doesn't have to be a sort of you know kid-ish type fair like Game of Life. You can play something like Suburbia, this sort of Sim City style Thailand game where you're building your own little suburb, and then when somebody builds a slaughterhouse next door to the elementary school, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't care. That's Where fun. are our kids going? <laughs> or if they have to walk past a parking lot on their way from the uh, from from the uh, from the trailer park where they live, it's like what goes on in that trailer park on their way to school. Uh, in Dungeon Pets, every time um, you can buy food, and after a few rounds, it goes bad. Um, and there are pets that you can get, and uh, if you don't buy them after a certain time, they don't go bad, but they disappear. And magically, every time a pet disappears, you get mo- more food in the food stall oh. <laughs> for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, yeah, try not to think about that. But um, yeah, these things have something in common, though. You know, the picking on people, the, the lucky dice rolls, the bluffing, the failure, the thematic stuff. You notice something about all these games, about all these things? It's the players. Exactly. And also something else, what category of the collection at Snakes and Lattes are these games found in? Oh, strategy. Not party games. Mm-hmm. They're found in kids' games, they're found in oh, yeah. family games, they're found in strategy games. So the ones that try hardest to be funny, well, the game can actually, they, they can still be pretty, pretty darn funny, let's face it. I mean, we've, we, we mentioned failures just recently in a game like Time's Up, <laughs> watching somebody twist yeah. in the wind, that's fantastic. But that's the player doing it still. Exactly. The card's Again, not funny. It's, it's always the player, not the game. That's where the humor comes I in. I mean, you take an awesome game like Riff Raff, and it's probably described as a really fun game, but what's the funniest part of the game? Oh, the items fell off the ship. Ha, ha, ha. It's going to be funny, but it's not going to be rolling on the floor, can't breathe for 20 minutes. <laughs> some of the scenarios we're describing are. Pretty much. One thing that happens actually pretty often, though, is getting a group of two players who are asking for a game that's funny. Uh, obviously not as often as looking for a game that's fun, but funny also comes up very often. You guys get this too, right? Yeah, all mm-hmm. the time. What can you tell somebody in a situation like that? Uh, a lot of times I'll just hand them ghost splits or something that is dexterous. So, oh, we knocked like over Jenga, Jenga that's thing. hilarious, or hamster roll, like we totally messed up because that's where it's hilarious is in the not doing it right, but mostly time I just give them ghost splits, which is kind of like my guru band-aid. It <laughs> solves every problem. It's the duct tape. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> and try and gently take them in a different direction because there's not a lot. Yeah, have you ever found a solution to this one? Uh, it's not for everyone, but I when I find a table that really likes to be little pigs, and mm. even for two players, and they get really into it, and I often like give them little house rules to make the game last longer. Um, then Which they can ones? get just, uh, you know how it's when two players, when two piles are depleted, yeah. I say, go, go ahead, go for four. Like, so you oh. can play longer. And, um, then they get into the blowing people's houses down and it gets <laughs> that kind of fun thing going on. If it's longer, those houses can get taller too. Especially with these kids too, because with kids, they just want to play longer, right? Mm. They're not inclined to play another game, but make the game last longer. Interesting. I never noticed that. That's a good thing to look into. I often, the thing that I usually say to people in that situation is I'm really sorry. 
Because <laughs> if you're trying to play a game that's going to be funny with just two players, it's like going to see a stand-up comic when there's only two people in the audience. It's, it, even no matter how funny the game is, it's just going to be... Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's like watching a comedy by yourself. Oh, yeah, that's so lame. I never laugh. But then if I watch the same movie with, like, a group of friends, that we're becomes all hilarious. cracking up. Yeah. If one person starts laughing, everybody else starts laughing. Yeah. So that social dynamic's really important. And I often tend to just try to say to people, if there's two of them, well, instead of humor, let's go for a different sort of a flavor of fun mm-hmm. this time. That's, that, I mean, it's, maybe it's kind of lame, maybe it's a cop-out, but I found that's how I get the best results. If... Okay, here's another thing. We often come into questions on the Snakes cast about if somebody seems to really, really want something and you don't think that that's going to be their ideal experience, should you try to put them off that and put them into a, and you suggest they go in a different direction or should you just sort of let them do what they seem to clearly want to do? In this particular case, should we just give them Cards Against Humanity and have done with it or should we try to steer them towards the sort of humor that comes up in games like Citadels or Dead of Winter? Or the other stuff that we've been talking about, where we've had our funniest gameplay Oftentimes, experiences. I feel like if they're if they're adamant to play Cards Against Humanity, and a lot of times they are, go for it, give it to them. But then the table, after a while, will get bored of it, and that's when you can swoop in and, and give them games where they can, like, uh, just creating their own brand of humor. Yeah, the humor comes out of the gameplay from the yeah. players. Yeah, I game. often, when people ask for funny games, a lot of times I have played Cards Against against humanity like you said and they want something different so i steer them towards something like say anything or telestrations mm. uh where the jokes are the ones that they are putting forward something or say anything where there's a question and everyone else has to answer what they think the person whose turn it is would say so on the box the question is if you could have a big anything what would it be <laughs> of course everyone knows it says things like a ring from george clooney bank account something like that like but your friends will write down what your group thinks is funny. And if you like dirty humor like Cards Against, that game can be as dirty as you want it to be or as clean as you or want it to be. Or as family friendly, yeah. Absolutely. And it's, again, the humor's down to the players rather than the uh, rather than something that somebody else wrote, a joke that somebody else wrote. Um, Shmovie is one that I've oh, been getting Shmovie. good results yep. with lately. If you haven't heard about this one at home, folks, uh, on my turn, I'm going to roll a die that tells me what genre of movie I'm going for, action movie, rom-com, whatever, and I draw two cards. What... And how. So I'm looking for an action movie about a killer sandwich. And everybody else is going to pitch a title. Rye hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm totally stealing from the box, but I just, it's just... It's That's awesome. funny. You might as well. I did the same thing. Or uh, what, what are some of the other ones that they had there? It's, there? There are some ridiculous titles on there. But if you like to make puns, again, it's, this is a humor that comes from the players rather than from somebody in an office who was being funny on command. And anytime you tell them about the schmoskers they can win, just, <laughs> just using the schma on every aspect of the teach, you pretty much sell itself. When, when Shmovie was fairly new, we actually kept uh, it behind the counter and would have some up and then the servers and gurus would go see what cards were up, write it down, and then meet up 20 minutes later to flip over and see what <laughs> each other has written, which was really I fun. I it happens on a shift when I'm working. Because I'm awesome. <laughs> and because we have the same job, we don't work at the same time. It's true. I cannot dispute either of these facts. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you're looking for something funny, well, I hate to disappoint you. There, is, there are no funny games, but we can help you to have a fun time with whatever brand of humor you enjoy most. Till we see you next, I'm Jonathan Moriarty with Mandy Gelsma and Kristen Travis. Game on. Game on. We have a special announcement. Coming up on the 14th of November, we are hosting our third annual Catanathon. 
In support of cancer research, some of our staff are volunteering to play Catan while live streaming it to our website for your amusement. You can join the fun by donating to help punish our players. Just tune in from home and watch the hilarity unfold. We have a few friends of the cafe returning this year to help us out, and we're really looking forward to it. Until then, this is P.T. Douglas. Game on.